Welcome to the Green Majority Bonus Show. This week on the Bonus Show, we talk a little bit about corporate money, and uh, essentially this devolves by necessity into a conversation about uh, public-private balance in uh, financing, as far as like who should be doing the jobs in society. Just what are the various roles of government uh, and uh, private business? Uh, not necessarily even with respect to the environment uh, as much as just sort of generally. Interesting discussion as usual. Uh, hope you enjoy that. Just a quick reminder, if you uh, support what we do, if you appreciate this program, particularly the bonus show, which uh, takes uh, a little bit extra of our time, uh, that you can be, uh, become a member and help directly support the show. You can do that at greenmajority.ca or go straight to the source at Patreon, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash greenmajority. All right, so we're in the bonus show. Welcome, Stefan. Thank you. It's been a long time since I've seen you. I know. It's been... uh, Zero minutes. Zero minutes, yeah. We walked down the hallway together, so that's zero minutes. Although, in in people listening to us time, it's perhaps been three days. It's been days. Weeks, even. (laughs) It could be years. Yeah. What if they they listen to the very first show, and then they listen to this bonus show to see... That would be so weird. (laughs) Yeah, right? If that's even, you, let us know. Not even the main show today, just the bonus show. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't even care. Well, they wouldn't even recognize anyone because Jordan's not here. Oh, well, they're just confused what they're listening to then. The original, the original host is... How gone. do they find us? All right. I have so many questions. Don't, tone it down. Tone yeah. it down. Right. To me. <laughs> um, so, all right. So what I wanted to talk about a little bit, uh, I just, I forgot, I forgot even what made me think of this, but I saw something and it made me think about something that we've spoken about before, but I just wanted to ask you because... Um, you do your best to devil's advocate me mm. on a regular basis, which I appreciate. That is true. Um, so here's the thing: I want to know. I want to. I want you to do your best devil's advocate for it, or maybe you'll agree and have something to the, to to say about it that I didn't think of. I All don't right. know. But my thing is that, like, I was thinking about, like, you know, anytime you see something is like brought to you by a company, and I, we we could use Exxon as an example. When I went to Ottawa, I walked out. Uh, for a conference last year, I walked out, and like everywhere in Ottawa was. Uh, just covered with oil company stuff. So there was posters everywhere, this Metro hall, that music theater, this and that, everything was paid for by, uh, uh, oil companies. Uh, like basically half of Ottawa has been paid for by oil companies (laughs) and, um, fitting. Uh, but I mean, one of these things that, you know, so people will say, uh, there's all sorts of great things, all sorts of legitimately great things that have been, uh, brought to us that we would not have had, had not had some, multinational company paid for it to happen right uh think about try and think about the last cultural event you went to that was uh hosted by you know the city or something whatever city that might be Mm -hmm. uh wherever city you are that did not have some type of sponsor we're now entering pride month happy pride stefan thank you um Happy Pride to you. Hey, twice. It just means more to me. That's all. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Which is brought to you by TD Bank and all sorts of other things. And sometimes, you know, we get, sometimes it really touches a button. Like when we see some environmental initiative brought to you by Suncor. Right. Uh, And sometimes it seems very, it might seem very innocuous to some people, like some uh, cultural festival or Pride or TD Bank paying for Pride. Right. And... Pride brought you to you think. by the people who also brought you the Dakota Access Pipeline. That's right. Pride. <laughs> um, but um, they're, they're not super proud of their pipelines, though. They don't tend to advertise <laughs> That's true. That. Yeah, they hide that one. <laughs> they, we love our gay people. We also love pipelines. We're just not going to tell you about that one. <laughs> uh, so, but here's the thing. It, I mean, that, where does that money come from? So that company has the money to pay for it, and, and, they, and then they give it to us. And we think, well, thanks for money, company. I have this thing now I did not have before because I didn't have the money, and you did, and you gave it to me. So now, yay, I have this thing I like. And so people go, yay, thank you, company. But I don't do that, Stefan, and, and here's why I don't do that. I don't do that because the way I look at it, 
Um, all of that money is money that that company had lying around. Now, they're, they're spending it on something because, well, you could take a non-cynical view and say that, well, they really just, they, they're such golden-hearted people at the top of that company that they really just want to, they just want to give back to their communities. In almost all cases, I don't buy that for a freaking second. <laughs> uh, not one, because I'm cynical, but two, because I also know a bunch of people who work for large corporations and happen to know that in almost every case, if not every single case, a cost-benefit analysis is done to find out how much money, basically, what is the financial equivalent of this in advertising? And they do a numbers game, right? If we give a million dollars to a music festival, are we going to get as much more or less advertising than if we spend a million dollars putting ads in papers? Oh, two million people are going to that music show. We're now paying 50 cents a person for like six hours of exposure per person. That's a great deal as an ad buy. And that's how they look at it. And that's what they're getting. But that's also how they come to that decision. They didn't, in most cases, do that because they love music. They did it because it's a great deal on advertising. It's actually quite cost-effective for them to do that in some cases if they can afford it, uh, depending on the event, right? Which is why TD Bank sponsors everything, because Mm -hmm. then you see TD Bank everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's cost-effective versus, say, print or whatever. It can be very, very effective. Um, So that's one. So are they doing it because they're nice? No. Now, why do they have the money in the first place? Well, they had that money. They had it extra on top of whatever their CEO needed. And we won't talk about CEO pay today, although screws most CEOs as well. The CEOs of multinational corporations. Let's not, let's not discriminate against people who run companies. We're just discriminating <laughs> people against multinational companies uh, because they're almost exclusively terrible people. Um, so they have that money on top. So they don't need that money, right? That was money they, they, that they spent that was part of their ad budget. Um, and so my argument, I guess is essentially is that that that's money we could have taxed from them and had the city buy that same thing. So there's nothing, the argument that there's anything that we only can have because uh, it was bestowed from on high by a corporation is nonsense. They have that money to spend because we didn't tax it from them. Um, And basically, that's basically why I get annoyed anytime i see anything brought to you by anything and then people kind of look at me like oh well of course you would you're just such a crazy hippie anti-corporatist lunatic that you're just against it for no reason but i kind of i don't know i call bullshit but i want to know um what what's your how do you feel about that do you agree what's your best devil's advocate counter argument tell me what you're thinking Stephen. i don't i think that there's a and oh, sorry. And I should add the premise that I think that if we taxed it and we spent it, we could spend it better. Hmm. Uh, I, so I think there's a bunch of different things going on there. I would argue that the, you know, the, the government is not uh, is not necessarily the the end all be all uh, of, uh, of 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 good of spending money effectively, shall we say? Um, and and therefore the the concept that. Uh, that if we took all of the money that is currently spent to those things and gave the government, it would spend better is at least somewhat uh, debatable. Uh, especially given the fact, I, I would I would extend the conversation more specifically to at least then you actually have control of it. Uh, I think it's sort of ludicrous the amount of ways in which we've set up societies where. Um, where these complete massive bureaucracies, like it, it, bureaucracy, is is slow and and frustrating and 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 and, and, and problematic, uh, and but it exists everywhere. It doesn't it doesn't exist in government. It exists everywhere. It exists within within large companies, in even medium sized companies, um, and it serves its particular purpose. And so whatever. Um, but I think what I'm trying to get at here is that like 
yes, we could tax all the money from the Fed, yeah, and then use it that way. But I think the the bigger question, and for me, what the what it all comes boils down to is taxing it or doing what they're currently doing is, are just ways to preserve the current system. Um, like even if, you know, even if we let, if you let these corporations make the, 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 the ludicrous amounts of some money they're making, uh, and then tax it and then spend that money, um, that you were still basically it was it, the argument still maintain is maintaining the idea that these profits are good. It's the same reason why, you know, Alberta is constantly going on about it's how much money it makes off oil. Uh, and, and then it gets captured in some extent by the oil industry because of this fact, right? The oil industry is ineffectively, uh, is, is, is effectively giving so much money to the, to the, to the, 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 the Alberta government that, that when they are acting, um, uh, that, that that the oil industry is is, is is then seen as you know as as as, an, as uh, in a good light regardless you know because they are, because then 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 they then instead of giving it to you know I would say all these corporations instead of giving money to say pride in these particular things gave money to the government they would still be like look we're 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 providing this amount of money to this thing um, the issue I have uh, and and the change I would like to see. Uh, is rather than you know if if you're serious about any of these things, like if you're if you're a company and you're serious about any w- issue at all, um, clean up your supply chain, uh, include it in your actual business practices, and then if once you've done all of that, sure, come at me, tell me what you're doing, advertise, fund something cool, that's fine. Um, that's. Th- th- I don't have an issue with companies realize, giving money to things, to support things, to do, to do what they're doing. Uh, what I have an issue with is the fact that more often than not, like, say, TD Bank, you, the TD Bank has an entire green fund where they go on and putting, putting this on, on, on things like that and, and all the other stuff. And, the, it, like, until, until you clean up your actual business, until your business itself, like... The idea that you're trying to make the most money possible, and then and then using some of that extra money, or you know, or, or building in the fact that in reality, actually, you just think that supporting these things actually get you more money, um, is is also doing some things that some people like, is 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 meaningless um, until you address the the real the real issue here, um, which is that these companies are more often than not externalized like. Externalizing the the cost uh, on to individual people to to the environment to whatever, uh, and then occasionally trying to make those people happy again by giving them something at the end. They're sort of taking with one hand, then giving you and then giving you a fun little thing on the other side, um, and and expecting you to to react as if this is this is them doing you a favor. Um, and that's, and that's just interject really quickly. That's the thing that really fucks me off. I got to say it's the, it's the, it's the, here's the thing and thank me for it. And aren't we amazing? No, you're not. This is ad right. Like this is, well, we see through you and it's nonsense. Stop lying to us. We know better. Well, especially like, like, like to use again, can using banks as an example, it's to, to have to simultaneously be going on in a, in, in a, in, in an industry which every single major bank has now had at least some people say that they have been instructed that they are instructed basically to try to rip off as many people as possible and make as much money as possible from all the people who are trying to use them as banks. Um, if that's what you're doing in any way, shape, or form, then anything else you're doing 
should not be like you don't you don't get to pretend to be cool uh like you don't get to you don't get to spend uh you don't get to make millions of dollars off the backs of uh, of 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 poor people who can't uh, don't have the time to fight your your bank to not charge you extra money like i got in a fight with with my bank cibc a while ago because they didn't because they just sent an email being like hey guess what we're raising your bank fees by I think it was like 300% uh, pretending it's a good thing by uh, and when I tweeted at them their response was uh, oh we'll send us your account number uh, then we'll then and then we'll, we'll get we'll like it resolved and I was like so the only people you're gonna the only time you're gonna actually so you will give the old better rate that is obvious uh, to anyone who has the time to actually fight this but you will but, but so but the people who are too busy or, or or don't have the don't have the same resources that I currently have to um, are screwed you're taking money from the poorest people and then telling them they get to have a fun party by giving it back to them in the form of a party or experience or whatever or the fact that like you no know, Rogers is is funding things and saying like look how great we are we're Rogers at the same time as refusing to pay back people who are who are you know who are overcharged and and need that money desperately this is the problem right this is the central problem that i have with all of this which is that you you if if you're all of it, like until you clean up your business practices in every in the ways that are actively screwing over the most marginalized people consistently, and creating the society where you need things like these other uh, these events. Um, I don't care. I, I, like, and it's 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 it's. I I had a very. To, I'll, I'll stop and have a second. But the last, I had a very interesting conversation with uh, a head of a not a head a, a part of the i went to a sustainability conference like a year and a half ago and i talked to a, a head of one or a, a vp of not vp there was a vp there but i, I was i was speaking to a marketer part of the marketing team i believe uh for for an oil and gas company uh because i had called out their vp and to talk and then she was like oh talk to you and we said and 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 her question to me was what can you what could we do as an oil and gas company to uh to 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 convince you that we're cool basically or to get to, to, to get back to that and i was like uh basically shut up uh like like no not like like the company itself not the person um she was very nice uh like the company needs to understand that if it's quiet and does good things people will eventually f- figure this out but just loudly yelling you're great from the rooftops will only turn off more and more people uh and we'll only get this reaction of no fuck you because we're not idiots. Like the world's not made up of a bunch of people who actually think that, like that, that, that these corporations are our saviors. Uh, there are, I'm sure there are some people, but like that is not the the reaction that is that is ha- being had by most people out there. And so to 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 go out and pretend as if all these different things are are just from the bottom of our hearts good is 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 is, is insulting to our intelligence. Yeah, and it's it, I think it's indicative of something we've, I, I've also spoken about before, which is that I, I think most old people, and I'm just using that blanketly, um, don't understand that most young people today on average are better informed than they are because they didn't grow up with the internet and they don't know what it's like to be a young person who grew up the internet who understands that anytime they're curious about something they can google it from their phone and they find out in five seconds and it's and that this is like cultural to young people uh or at least young people in north america who are you know uh well off enough to participate in the technology uh economy um so like the, the like that's why I think they think that why they don't understand this stuff doesn't work and why it seems so crazy to some of us that they think we're that stupid is it's not a stupidity thing it's that if you went back 20 years before the internet it would have worked it would have worked and and these same people are the same people who've been in charge of these companies for 20 years in a lot of cases and so like the world changed and they didn't notice and that's what happened is that suddenly 
young people actually do know what they're talking about now uh, because they don't have to only go off their life experience and what they learned in high school, right? They have the ability to benefit from the collective wisdom of mankind. Um, and the old people who are running these companies are in charge of these ad campaigns and these PR things haven't figured that out yet. Um, the other thing, just really quickly, uh, which is I find really interesting, it was essentially what we're getting down to is um, – and you weren't making this argument, but um, you you mentioned something around the idea that well, okay, if you're you know you, you push back against the idea, I, I know you didn't mean it sort of as a, as a your wrong thing, but sort of just generally you were pushing back as against the idea that. Uh, some people might have, which is that you know governments by definition will, uh, will do things better than than companies, and and of course that's not you did you didn't mean that I was implying that, but just to be clear for the audience that that a I was not implying that, but just to be uh, was that what I was saying was that the opposite thing is seems to be un, uh, accepted as as you know uh, virtuous uh, you know written from on high on a stone tablet truth by so many people especially uh, our older audience um, that corporations always do things the best way and that governments are the ones that suck it's it's to push back against that counter argument so here's how i look at it and 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 you stefan and you the listener can can disagree but i mean what i see and i commented basically there where i had this thought the first time was that i was watching some youtube videos and there was a there's a radio host that i really enjoy uh from the u.s um called the majority report with sam cedar and they have uh, they have a call in show on on parts of their show, and he's somewhat famous for debating libertarians. And there's some if you enjoy debate, uh, there's some very very amusing clips. If you type in Sam Cedar or Majority Report or just MR, uh, the call letters MR and Libertarian, you'll find a whole collection. It's a radio show, but they YouTube stream it um, of him debating with libertarians. But one of the things that came out of it, with, and I've sort of have, hold on to this nugget because it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, I had that thought, but I never thought about it in those in that combination of words before and that so it's very useful and so it's essentially is that is the idea is that you know corporations or government in neither neither of them by definition do anything better uh it's that certain certain organizational types work better with certain types of activities but essentially at a at a you know at a base level uh essentially they were saying hey the government can't ever do anything wrong because they're incompetent so let business do it and his response was essentially was that Yes, government isn't perfect, but what you're suggesting is that uh, a bunch of people who have an, an active incentive to maximize profit, aka take your money, you trust them more than someone that is just has an incentive to be lazy. So yes, there is a lot of redundancy in government, and boy, if I was a politician, I would sound very much like a conservative on a few issues because I would, I would, if I was, if a smart person who who was both smart and had the, you know the, an actual intention with the actual benefit of helping people, uh, I would do something very similar to what Trump did in the sense of like going through and and cleansing waste from the government. Uh, I think we have a a, a huge problem, and I'm I'm probably going to offend some folks right now, but I I think we have a huge problem with uh, government employees. Uh, and and some of the larger unions where it's not that what they're asking for is unreasonable it's that it's unreasonable that they get it and nobody else does and what we and that's why i think all those unions should be join the fight for things like uh wage guarantees and 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 wages across the board it's it's not the fact of what they're asking i disagree with it's the fact that it, i think we're a little bit far past asking for it uh, for just small groups of people i think that that's a, that's an old way of looking at it and that we need to be we need to be more comprehensive but essentially is that governments yes governments are lazy governments are inefficient uh governments often have tons of wasted money um, but their incentive is to be lazy while 
you know, in optimally being lazy while trying to do something that actually has your best interest in mind, uh, or at least the best interest of the voters of whoever's in power, whereas the government has an active interest, or, or sorry, whereas a corporation is actively trying to take as much of your money as possible. And and while you can be skeptical of both, or you might be more skeptical of one or the other, the idea that, that corporations um, are these ambivalent uh, entities um, who are superior by definition in doing things to government is just foolish. It's, it's just nonsense, you know, and we can, we can disagree about where that line is. I think we could have a very constructive conversation. I'm speaking, of course, in the proverbial you now mm-hmm. to the listener, not uh, to Stefan uh, here, but I think we can have a, a very interesting conversation about uh, where it makes sense for corporations and companies to do things and where it makes sense for, for governments to do things. I think there could be a very large, I think we could have a very interesting conversation about uh taking some things that are currently public and making them private, believe it or not. I think that there's a number of things that are currently private that absolutely must be, be uh, run by governments. But the, the fact remains that it's not that one is good and one is bad. It's that one is good at doing certain types of things and one is good at doing other types of things. And uh, I would like to see a lot of necessity items uh, be that are currently privatized, be enshrined as government activities. Um, if, if needing to go so far, and I realize this is politically difficult, but I'd be interested in even putting this in our constitution uh, that that certain things are rights and should be managed, you know, by law, by our constitution, by by the government. Uh, things like you know a, a guaranteed minimum income and a, and guaranteed right to housing and, and clean water and also and some other things. Um, but, you know, it's not because I think that governments are, you know, perfect. It's because I'm aware of the flaws of both. And and I think that right now doing a fair assessment of who has power over what, who controls what and who's best at doing it what. Right now, uh, corporations are currently in charge of a lot of things that are best run by governments. And there are very few things that are currently run by governments that are best run by corporations. Um, so it's it's just that. It's it's that our current mix is wrong, not that either entity is is always good or always bad or always good at doing things or always bad at doing things. Uh, and I, th- I think you'd more or less universally agree with most of that, Stefan. Uh, Am I, I wrong? <laughs> I, I, I would I would certainly agree that that it's that there's not um, with the ethos of that. Yeah, there's just there's some things that make sense in both ways. I'm, I'm you know I, there was a great uh, I was at a talk uh, a while ago. Um, uh, again, actually, I talked a few weeks ago, uh, in which in which um, there was this uh, Avi Lewis was talking about his his grandfather, um, who who opened his speech by basically uh, opened his, one of his like the very first time he was on the RCMP followed his grandfather for like decades, um, and and the very first note they have about him is when he was giving a talk in the early 1930s uh, to a, to a group of of students. And and he opens with "I am not a communist," uh, and of course the whole the, the entire reason they had a they had a, the SP had a file on him was because they thought he was a communist. Like basically he was yeah you know, he was left wing enough that like any there's a whole you know fraction of left wing democratic socialism versus communism, um, but there was just like that was sort of the that's the whenever you talk about this that's the thing. It's like well do you think the government should do everything? Uh, and 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 for many people the answer is no, of course not. That's not that's not a solution uh, or not a not a not not also also not the best idea um and i think it's i think in, so largely it ends up falling down to the sort of question of like uh it, everything is ends up being sort of a spectrum or a balance um because you can't because you can't trust humans to not to not 
need to be held in check. Like I think we've basically created a system in which everyone where, you know, at best you, you try to, in, to ensure that everyone is held in check in some way. So no one can, uh, so no one part can, can run off and, 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 and mess everything up. Um, and so, and I think that works for both. And, and where you see problems is when either the government or, or business or other factions of, 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 of get too much power. And, or I think what, what's the question? The question is, I think right now, and the question I think we're really answering over the next twenty or thirty years is. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were about to say next week. No, God no. <laughs> um, although next week's show might have something about this, uh, but is is really the the next step forward? You know, is the next step forward towards um, incredible income inequality and 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 largely, you know. Uh, like, are you going to see things like people responding to the fifteen dollars uh, uh, minimum wage increase that you saw in Ontario with uh, a with a response of that's actually too onerous on 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 businesses and therefore you know they shouldn't get to do this, which is which is so which when you look in the states is super ridiculous because you look at Walmart, which is has I think a third of its employees on government assistance, and the idea which, that you which is uh, important to note is. By all account, by everything other than name, a subsidy. Oh, exactly. Of yeah. Walmart. Oh, yeah. The, the richest company in the world, with one of the richest families in the world, is subsidized by the taxpayer in the U.S. Well, and it exists everywhere, right? Like the idea that every any time that that the gov that you are a business not paying a living wage. Uh, and yet your employee is still living, someone is paying for that. Uh, and that someone is almost certainly... Even the, even if it's in the form of hospital visits for the ER because that homeless person got sick, they're still paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, exactly. You're paying for it in some way Is if you're not paying someone like living wage. That's it. That's the question. And the question is who's paying for it. Um, and so... Uh, and so that's and so I think there's one option in which you in which you move off to that sort of other way where you know where uh, you continue with exactly what we're doing now or the pathway we're sort of seeing now or you see others uh, or like or you actually see a change and I think the um, you know watch the election in the UK uh, in the next week to see if if that's something if there's if a spark of hope I think honestly if if the election in the UK goes and May doesn't win uh, this is a complete tangent but I think that would could spark a massive uprising um, in regards to sort of strong left wing politics a- around the world um, which would be, could be fascinating to watch and it might actually lead to a better world um, but that's the other option or the other one option is is that you see, you see us more, move more towards this democratic socialist model and 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 everyone gets. Uh, and then, and you see, that's how we've decided the 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 balance of power should be. And the other way is that you see basically corporations take over. Um, and slowly but surely, that's that's the way at least current things are leaning. But again, everything's a balance. It's got to go. And so, hopefully, we're pinging back. It's a little bit of a ping pong, and we're pinging back one direction. But. Who's to say, really? Yeah. All right. Well, we're up at uh, 28 minutes here, Stefan, so I think we'll wrap it up. But I was just thinking, as you were saying that example, that last example about, you know, we pay for stuff whether or not we realize we're paid for it. We're, of course, talking about things like uh, people's wages. Uh, but uh, I hope every single listener's ears perks right there are saying, aha, that's exactly the same argument with climate as well right? Carbon is paid for. It will be paid for, might be paid for in the future. uh, But all of this carbon pollution will be paid. So maybe propose a name change instead of green majority. It's things you pay for, whether you know you're paying for them or not, or things doesn't really roll off the tongue things you pay for, whether they're through taxes or not, or something else through that. Tipfa. Things you pay for. This week on Tipfa. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Have a great week. Later.